Good evening, citizen. My name is Bad Shattersong, a humble Navari broker and your dashing captain of the Bloody Hand Mercenary Company. War has been a part of my life for many years now, and, well, let me caution you, dear citizen, for the tale I'm about to tell is not the most joyous. It is a sad story of struggle and defeat, hopelessness, death and loss that will, unfortunately, not end happily. I would like to talk to you about Liathan, a lost Navari territory to the west, the far west of the Empire, a great ancient forest that stretches between Bregislan and the Brass Coast to the south. It has been a war zone for as long as I can remember. It has been infested with Valorn for even longer. And in painfully recent history, we have lost more and more and more ground within it. So sit back, make yourself comfortable. I'm afraid this shall not be a short tale, for there are many, many sad parts to this sad, sad story. Even in a time of Terranail, this forest was old. There are immense trees in parts of the Atherton that are believed to be thousands of years old. And parts of that forest that even today have only seen a handful of humans ever pass through them. The Atherton itself is only a spur of a much larger forest that stretches hundreds and hundreds of miles to the west a great wood that served as a natural boundary between the Jotun barbarians in the north and the Faradun foreigners in the south. The wildlife of Liathan, likewise, tends to be larger than normal, with forest lions and dire beasts, especially bears, wolves and stags, being comparatively common compared to other parts of the empire. The weather is changeable, and the territory is known for its heavy storms and strong winds, caught as it is between the temperate marches and the warmer brass coast to the south. Most parts of the Atherton have been well settled by the Navarre, or at least they were. Those few Terranale ruins that have not been incorporated into steadings have mostly been studied by scholars and archaeologists, but occasionally a hitherto overlooked structure will be found, wreathed in vines or buried under centuries of undergrowth. The richest new ruins are found along the borders of the Valorn-infested regions of Liath's Heart and Westwood. Many of the stridings that walk the trods around Liathodon are composed of the sum or some might say more militant members of the nation, who will stop at nothing to recover their homeland from the Jotun. In the Atherton, the Duskmorn striding 
have travelled from around the Empire to reclaim the Afton and make it their home once more. The Pathfinder Striding have sold on all of their worldly goods to fund military units that they use to support the Leafadon resistance. And finally, many of the stridings in Leafadon, such as Yabazdan, the Companions of Taru, and the Keepers of the Way, have formed the Black Scar, an elite military unit, a thornborn by our standards who spend most of their time organising the resistance to the Jotun in the region and carrying out devastating raids on their holdings. The Jotun, despite this forest being filled with the fecund might of the Valorn, the Jotun have been a thorn in its side for a long, long time. They began their invasion in the autumn of 346 year of the Empire, taking advantage of the eastern focus of the Imperial armies under the domination of Empress Gisele. They pressed ever eastwards, avoiding the Valorn and seizing many Navari steadings. The Empire finally lost control in the year 349, barely three years later, and despite attempts by the military council to organise a proper counter-offensive. In the 30 years since, the forest has fallen to the orcs. They've used their foothold to launch regular raids into Bregasland and using it as a staging post for their massed assault against the Mornwald in the same year. Today, apart from regular raiding bands attacking the marches and the occasional forays through the mountains into Karaman to the south, the Aphidon seems quiet, almost peaceful. Despite a slight rise in encounters with the Lawnspawn, the pessimistic predictions that the Jotun would awaken the Valorn in the Aphidon and cause widespread doom has so far failed to come true. However, there are another... I don't even want to give them the credit of a faction a band, traitors, disgusting bark bleeders. Nonetheless, they are called the Heirs of Terranale. I'm afraid that tale is for another time. But the Heirs of Terranale have potentially succeeded where the Jotun have failed. Regardless, we agreed a ceasefire with the Jotun in the summer of 377, year of the Empire and there have been no further attempts to reclaim the Atherton since then. When the Empire broke the ceasefire early, in the autumn of 378, the armies of the Brass Coast did decide to take the Atherton. But the Jotun attacked with seven armies, taking all of the territory that was not controlled by the Valorn. The Jotun Imperial forces fought against each other, to and fro across the territory for several years, until the orcs eventually withdrew in 381 year of the Empire, another three years later. In 382, as the Jotun withdrew completely, the Valorn began to expand, out of the frying pan and into the fire, some might say. The Navari called upon their 
more steadfast allies, the Marchers, and were quick to respond when a vicious campaign against the Valorum was launched into West Ranging. The Abomination's attempt to infest West Ranging was stymied, but there was significant damage to the region. And this was caused not by the citizens that you know and love, but by the supernatural fire of the Eternal Surat. You see, when fighting Valorum, and those of you who are not in the bar, do take notes. When fighting the Valorum, it is important not to use conventional fire. It enrages it, and whatever you burn away burns ever so briefly and grows back again twice as large. The same comes when to your friends and your comrades, when they fall against the, the beasts that assail you. It is important to not take your eyes off them, for in a few minutes, a few hours, or maybe even a few moments, they will succumb to that dastardly creature and they'll return. But they are no longer who they were. And with the same savagery as all the other creatures assaulting you, they will join them. You cannot call their name, appeal to reason, and hope that, well, should those you love fall, that any kind of connection on that level would stop them. I assure you, it won't. You must put them down, execute them like you would any barbarian, no matter how you feel. There are a number of territories in the Aphidon. The Arvins Dance, the Paths of Lanthuven, Beacon Point, the Aft's Heart, the Aft's Ring, the Arvins Glen, Westwood, West Ranging, Western Scout. Now, these names probably won't mean anything to you unless you're local. So let's cover the important ones. So next time you're in a tavern, you can, well, you can pretend to care about the, uh, <laughs> pretend to care about the other citizens alongside you. The Arvind's dance is woven between the streams of the Arvind's Glen, a network of earthen trails marked in the grass and the trees, several miles wide and worn into the ground with the footfall of centuries. The Navarre say that it is a symbol for the great dance writ large on the earth. Some from Urizen believe that dancing the Arvind's dance could grant humans a greater understanding around the path of the soul through the labyrinth of ages. The steading of the Arvind's dance was ancient, dating back to the earliest days after the Valorn emerged. It was a regular place of pilgrimage for Navari practitioners of the way and a centre for the philosophical thought, combining the philosophy of the great dance with the virtues. The fact that it is now in the hands of the Jotun barbarians marks a terrible loss for Navarre and perhaps the Empire. There is also a, again, another relic of Terranail, the Paths of Lanthuven. In Western Scout, on the very edge of the Valorn Miasma, 
stand the crumbling pillars of an old gateway. The Gate of Lanthuven dates back to pre-imperial times and is most likely Terranail in origin. No stories remain to say who or what or where Lanthuven might have once been. Only the gate remains. This one and the second one in West Ranging on the far side of Leapathon. Between them, according to refugees from the Jotunburnt Hidden Walk steady, and from the troopers that, well, used it as a means of escape on an ill-fainted foray into Jotun territory a few years ago. There is a hidden way following the route of an old Terranel wove, woven with potent night magic that blinds the eyes of the forlorn spawn to those who walk it. This insular hidden walk used, well, those who walked it would use it to travel deep into the westward, a dangerous proposition for most, but it allowed them to keep contact with their cousins on the other side of the Atherton without having to take the arduous trek to the lawn itself. The Jotun have seized both ends, both gates, and the steadings were destroyed. But the gates themselves, and these steadings in the nearby area, the gates themselves have actually not been destroyed. The orcs clearly realised that the gates were valuable and treated them with the same superstitious dread that they show towards anything associated with the Valorn, thus leaving us alone. The Empire recaptured the paths in the summer of 380, but, and when I said they still stand, it's unfortunate to tell you that as of this year, they are no more. For when we purged the Valorn from the westward, the night magic that empowered these paths faded and unraveled. A connection to our history, perhaps severed forever. Now, the aft heart, westward, west ranging, western scout, all of these other areas within the Atherton are either a mixture of burnt, haunted woodlands caused by the fires of Sirut, or infested with the miasma of the Valorn. The Empire's grip on this territory is weak. For the Jotun control, at least as of this year, the Ring, the Alvin's Glen, Western Scout and Beacon Point, the, uh, the Western territories. For Navarre, occupy West Ranging and Westwood, more towards the east. The Valorn occupies the Ath's heart alone. Now, some might see the barbarian ownership of the Atherton as a great stain upon our, well, our courage and our ambitions to reclaim it. However, as a humble Navari, I can assure you that there are worse enemies than the Jotun, and that worse enemy is the Valorn, to have pushed it back at even such a great cost is worth it. It makes our sacrifices, our loss, 
and the bleeding we do side by side with one another. We don't do it for ourselves, we do it for our nation, we do it for our empire. It is important we are ready, and we are committed to our cause, and we are willing to make these sacrifices and lay down our own lives so that the empire itself can survive, thrive, and ultimately retake the Aphidim. We have lost this link, the paths of Lanthuven, this link to our ancient past. And to reclaim this territory, at least partially, we need to hold more than half of it compared to the Jotun. For you see, at current, the Jotun have an iron grip on the vast majority. Furthermore, should we, for I cannot promise you that we will retake it, should we retake it, there is a different land to the one that we left. Years of Jotun occupation might have changed the stridings and steadings that can survive and exist there. But what's more, the magic we have pulled down upon it, not only from Sarut, but the well, it pains me to say that the cursed spell wither the seed was cast upon the territory as a way of subduing the forlorn in order to strike at West Ranging and make such important gains. And whilst that was successful, the price we've had to pay for that is 30 years where growth is stagnant, new babies, both human, animal and plant life are simply not growing. The territory begins to die, to decline, every part of it rotting away with this powerful winter spell cast over it. And when we return, it will be a desolate wasteland compared to how we left it. But we will still fight on. I'm sorry, citizens, to give you no happy ending to this tale. I can only promise you that our nation, and hopefully yours too, will continue to make the sacrifices that are necessary to reclaim this territory. We can only hope that once we've paid the price for reclaiming it, it's at least a shadow of what we once called home.